Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. This is 1039 LI News Radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here, and welcome back to our continuing series on Micaiah Hart. And her latest book is A Different Rhythm, and it's wonderful. Everyone's got to get it. And uh, she does so many things well. She is a philosopher. She is a student of life. She's a teacher of life and, of course, author. Uh, Makaya, how are you? I'm pretty good. Thank you so much for having me on the show, Frank. Well, I listen, really appreciate thr- Thrilled to have you. And I know I'm talking to you from rainy Hawaii. I only know that because you, you told me just a second ago. And uh, you know, I, I said to you, what a beautiful place to make your, your home. And you always seem to pick beautiful places, and 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 the two uh, on American soil that I uh, that I know of, uh, you know, uh, we we mentioned before, San Diego, and and the Big Island of Hawaii, um, I, you know, it's I I, I imagine it, it has to help you with your your quest towards you know towards writing and believing. Uh, is setting an important part for you? Well, let's put it this way: I am. Um... I'm not able to live in a city. I didn't actually live in San Diego. Um, I actually lived um, in Northern California in the boonies of Northern California for years. Um, and but the the I've always needed to have lots of let's say raw nature around me. You know, not not a nicely manicured lawn with nicely pruned trees and hedges, but. A, a sense of the wilderness and the incredible abundance and power of nature just freely growing. Um, and I experience a great deal of love from all beings of nature, trees and animals and plants of all kinds and, and places, creeks and beaches and oceans. So that really helps to sustain me. I, you know, basically, the truth is, I find it difficult to relate to human beings. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a lot of people so. do. I mean, I, I, I think a lot of people listening right now just nodded their heads, like, yes, I, I, I do. Yep. You know, I don't necessarily fall into that that category, but a, a lot of people do, and and people that have a healthy approach to uh, or a healthy response to that. I, I think find it in nature, and I, you know I don't think it's uncommon that uh, that people seek out, especially you know intelligent people and and people that are in touch with their their spiritual side, and or, or their mm-hmm. spirituality, I should say. Uh, the uh, they seem to t- uh, tend to uh, gravitate towards uh, towards nature and and things of yeah. that sort. And the, 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 this is how it was explained to me by my teachers. So, you know, we're all energy. Um, we're electromagnetic grids, if you like. Everything is <clears throat> all these different electromagnetic grids that are interacting. And if you are interacting with another electromagnetic grid, which could be a person or a plant or um, you know, it could be all, anything, but if that other electromagnetic grid is vibrating at a frequency that is jarring to you, then you won't feel comfortable. And um, human beings, because they, because so many human beings are trying to be something they're not, they're trying to fit into 
you know, culturally acceptable roles. They're pretending to be okay when they're really not feeling okay. Um, <clears throat> they're, they're, you know, a lot of people go around telling lies because that's actually what we're taught to do as a culture. You know, oh, I'm fine. Oh, yes, I know all about that. Oh, yes, um, you know, this, that, and the next thing. And really, if you were being truthful, the answer to those questions might be actually I'm feeling really, really bad today and I just want to go home and be on my own. <laughs> but you've got to say, oh, it's really nice to see you, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, the point about nature is nothing in nature, nothing natural, is trying to be anything other than what it is. A dog is going to be a dog. A walnut tree is going to be a walnut tree. A creek flowing is going to be a creek flowing. Um, a, a seed germinating is a seed germinating, whatever plant it's going to be. It knows, and it knows what it's doing. And it's not trying to do something else or be something else. So the, their vibration tends to be very pure and relaxed and easy, the vibration of the energy that they are. And so those of us who are craving that feel at home in nature. Now, the problem with people is that, well, and let's say, let's say this is what I teach people. I teach people to learn how to operate from a place of trust. And that means that you accept completely who you are, even if it doesn't fit in culturally speaking. And, so just be fully who you are, and then your vibration will be purer and more relaxed. But, of course, it doesn't make it any easier to relate to other people. <laughs> and, um, and it's not, you know, it's a very difficult thing to do when you have to maintain a nine-to-five job. Because you've got to put on an appearance of being, you know, um, together and knowledgeable and all those things, even if you're not feeling that way. Amazing. I, you know, honestly, I, I mean, everything that you just said there uh, <laughs> kind of you know, can, can kind of uh, be looked at, at, at giving guidance towards like a paradigm shift. And, yes. you know, you really uh, and you just really nailed it. And I, I, I'll tell you, I'm taken aback by uh, in, in a very positive way by what you just said there. And and, uh, you know, if you, you can interpret that as that there's a, a tremendous amount of truth or pure truth in nature, whatever it is, it is, right. you know, a, you know, and here I am. I, I think I told you I'm on my way to a, a press event and a you know, very manufactured type press conference. And and I'm stopping here and I'm talking to you in a parking lot of a target. Right. The target is way over there. And then right to my left are, are these woods. And, and if you look to to the left, you can kind of see you can kind of see truth. You can see realness. Yeah. I mean, in, yeah. in nature. And then when you look to the right, it, it's a it's a complete manufacturing of yes. of of corporate. Um, you know, and and again, I'm not putting down capitalism, and it's wonderful. But uh, everything there is uh, is formulated, and every everything in that target is uh, is set up to uh, to give a uh, to give a certain image uh, to the left, whatever 
you know, nature mm -hmm. is is giving you it, it's there. But it's a it's a very very wonderful yeah. point that you just made. I just uh, I I love it. Well, the the paradigm shift that uh, actually I would say it already has occurred, but we haven't adjusted to it. Um, but this new paradigm that we're let's say we're moving into it, <laughs> we're beginning to embrace the truth of this new paradigm, and it is. Um, it's going to be a completely different kind of world. It's going to be a world where people can say, um, I'm, I'm not feeling good today. I'm going to go home and, and you know, be with my cat or my dog or go to sleep or whatever. And you just say that and you do it. And it's acceptable. It's okay to do that. But, I, you know, the shifts on a global level are going to be huge because um, – because people are simply, you know, right now, anybody who's elect, elected to a government position has got to, they've got to be good at lying. It's the truth of it. Yeah. And that is really sad. And that cannot continue. We cannot continue in the new paradigm telling lies all the time. It's not going to be acceptable anymore. Yeah. It's... Yeah. What what else is there? I mean, politics, you, you just assume is is a big lie. You know, it's a big game. It's a big yeah. lie, big a, a big charade. Everything else, and and television and entertainment, uh, is is the same thing in, in a sense. It's uh, it's, yeah. it's a charade, and and sometimes they're very good charades, and it's it's helpful charades, and and whatever. Yes. Is, is there a such thing as a, a, a as a good lie? <laughs> Well, I, you know, let me talk a little more about truth. So truth and trust are very, um, they're, they're very interrelated. When somebody is truthful, you can trust them. When you, when you can trust something, when something is trustworthy, you know, it's going to be truthful. Whereas with lies, you know, there's going to be lots of deception around so, and and we live in on a planet of duality where you have, um, like you're going to have lies and truth. So, the 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 real art, let's say the art in being happily human, is to learn to focus on the truth, and when you do that, you will begin to gather other truthful people and truthful places and truthful things and truthful ways of being around you. And people who are telling lies are and want to deceive you are not going to come near you because they see that you can see the truth and you're going to see through their deceptions. Wow. But, you know, it's, wow. it, I'm not saying it's an easy path. It's a great deal of practice. I mean, just telling the truth to ourselves. I mean, we've been taught to tell each ourselves lies, you know. We've got to learn to tell our, the truth to ourselves first and foremost. And, ooh. <laughs> yeah. a, 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 different, a different rhythm for sure, uh, but a different rhythm yep. is the name of her latest, Micaiah Hart is our very special guest. Binge listen to everything that we've done before. She is absolutely wonderful. And uh, wow, you could just see, I, you know, every time I talk to you, I kind of have that that emotion, you know, that that, uh, you know, like uh, light bulbs going off. And I, I have some aha moments. And then I think about things that you say 
uh, a little bit later, you know, like a little, I'm like, oh, that's pretty interesting, you know, and it's, it, it's sort of like that. But when, and again, the cynic in me and, and, you know, maybe it's cynic is, is just, um, is, is just <laughs> a way of life, whatever. But the cynic in me says, well, if you take lie out of politics, um, it, it's going to take an awful long time to start electing people that are just going out there and telling the truth. Because if they're telling the truth, they, they almost have to, you know, dress the way they want. They have to uh, be the yeah. way they, you know, it's, it's such an uphill battle to get truth in, mm-hmm. into politics. And I could almost not... Um, see light at the end of the tunnel. I mean, uh, am I right yeah. to be pessimistic? Oh, I think the next few years are going to be a little tough here because I do think that all the institutions, um, everything that has um, run our world in the past, everything has to collapse, and it's not going to be comfortable. It's not going to be easy. That's a pr- huge process of change. Uh, what's really important is that we keep focused on what it is that we want the future to be. Keep focusing on the desire for truth. Um, gather truthful people around you. Um, do the, the really important thing, perhaps more, more than anything else, I think, well, let me interrupt myself there and say, you know, words... Words can be very tricky, and different words have different connotations to different people. So what I was going to say there is that what we need to do is to find joy in our lives. But joy can be a really tricky word for people. Um, One of the other things we need to do is to step into our own personal power. And power is a word that can be really tricky for many people. Um, So I think, let me define both of those words. Um, Power, first of all, real power is personal power. And nobody who is in their personal power, who is choosing to be a sovereign being in their own right, no one who is choosing that is ever going to want to have power over others. So it's really important to recognize that when somebody wants to have power over others. <laughs> They're not telling the truth. Um, it's it's a very um, dysfunctional, well, in my opinion, dysfunctional way to be in the world, to need to have power over others. And it's also never-ending because it never is very fulfilling. Whereas personal power is very fulfilling. And that takes me to the concept of joy. So... Um, Okay, well, I'll, sp- I'll speak for myself here. Yeah. Um, in, in the um, early 2000s, I took up kite surfing. And one of the reasons I took up kite surfing is because I had perceived that my image, my self-image, my image of myself was all tied up in being somebody who could help other people, who could always fix things for other people and help other people. Um, And what I saw is that that wasn't really me. That was me trying to be accepted and loved. So I wanted to do something that was completely useless and didn't help anybody else at all. So I chose 
kitesurfing. And the real irony is, and this is so ironic, kitesurfing brings me to such a place of joy, and joy is infectious. So it actually is more useful in terms of bringing joy to the world than anything else I ever did. <laughs> so, so we need to, I mean, helping other people is you know, it's such a culturally acceptable way to be in the world. But if you're not doing it from a place of real joy, if you're not getting real joy from it, then I would recommend that you look at what really does bring you joy and go for it, no matter how useless or how socially unacceptable it might be. Whatever it is, do what brings you joy. And then when you walk around smiling with a big, natural, easy smile on your face, you are radiating joy that other people will pick up on. And that is the kind of thing that will change the world for the better. Yeah, amazing. Mm -hmm. You know, and yeah, I mean, well, why, uh, you know, why would it be uh, the same uh, for for everyone else? I mean, uh, kite surfing and everything else. I mean, that that might be a great outlet for for so many people. I I'd like to <laughs> I'd like to do that. I'd like to try that and see what it's like. And but. Uh, but I'll tell you what, uh, why not, right? Why, uh, why, why not? Why, why, why not? You know, I, I don't know if I brought up this this quote, but by uh, Joseph Campbell. Did did we talk about Joseph Campbell in the past? I, um, I think a little bit in yeah. the last. He had said, you know, he had been asked the question, basically, what is the meaning of life? Yes. And, right. And he, and he said, life is an experience. Life has no right. meaning. And right. I, I don't know that I ever got a response from you on his take. Would mm. would you agree with that? Is it is it is it too complicated to say yes or no to? But uh, no, no, I I can say I can say yes to that. Now, what's really interesting there is he's used the word experience. When you experience something, you live it fully. You know it on every level emotional, mental, physical. Now, the physical side of it is where so many people miss out, especially in this culture. Um, you know, it being involving your body in what you're doing, you know, it could be anything from gardening or dancing or painting or whatever, but allowing, allowing sensation to flow through your body and again, that's culturally unacceptable. But when you allow it, then something really shifts. And that is when I say, we, you know, when I encourage people to bring joy and truth and trust into the world. Um, in in my in the classes that I teach, I'm always teaching people how to feel those the sensation of truth or and trust and joy, how to Feel that in your body. So that's where the concept of experiencing something comes in. And the more fully you can experience anything, the more powerfully it will change you. And, you know, life is a process. You could say it's a process of growth and evolution. When you experience things fully, you're going to grow and evolve much, much faster 
than when you're trying to keep too much sensation at a distance, which is what we do tend to do in this culture. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah well, listen, I mean, right. You know, right on. Uh, with uh, with all of that, Frank McKay here again with Micaiah Hart. Uh, a different rhythm is the name of of her latest book, and boy, I, you could you could kind of, without knowing anything about the book, you can kind of figure it out. And listening to Micaiah here, I mean, certainly a different rhythm. And Frank McKay here, much more importantly, Micaiah Hart is our very special guest. Binge listen to everything else that we've been we've been doing here, but Micaiah. Uh, talk about that a little bit and and what uh, you know I shouldn't jump to conclusions of what uh, what you mean by a different rhythm but I I kind of get uh, get the feeling that uh, that it would mean and again uh, I shouldn't be presumptuous but that it would mean that um, uh, that you're you're encouraging or you're you're teaching people to uh, to to kind of go uh, go against what would would be the norm or what would what would be taught. Yes. Um, you know, artificially, and go with a uh, go with the flow, like you said. You know, nature, uh, more of that. Am I am I accurate, or am I on the right track? Yeah, you're very much on the right track. And um, you know, yes, the title of that book is a way of saying, here are stories from somebody who's led a very who who has led and is leading a very different kind of life from the average person who is following her own rhythm. And, um, you know, when I was a child, I, I, I was pretty unpopular with my parents because I couldn't, I couldn't follow the rhythm that they were playing to. I couldn't even, I, I didn't like it. I had to always follow my own rhythm. And it was very unacceptable. And, you know, I've lived on the edges of social acceptability in my life. Um, and that's, that hasn't been a specific choice. I would, you know, I would love, I would love to be, <laughs> well, there are times in my life anyway, when I ha would have loved to have been a little more socially acceptable, but it just wasn't right for me. And what I'm saying here is to everyone individually out there, everyone who, who, who listens to this, if you only get one thing. <clears throat> from what I'm saying, I would say that it's you've got to find the rhythm that's right for you. And don't let anybody else tell you what you should do. Other people don't know what you should do. You know what you should do. Get in touch with that inner knowing that is available to all of us. Get in touch with that and welcome it and honor it and listen to it. Um, we all have a great deal of inner wisdom available to us. Um, and when we can allow that to flow through us, <laughs> a really different kind of picture is painted. And uh, I really, really encourage everyone to um, be willing to do that. And it takes courage. You know, it takes a certain level of bravery, but we all have access to that kind of courage. So, and, and this is a time in, in the evolution of our planet when we, that's what we really, really have to do is to follow our own intuition, our own inner wisdom, get in touch with what's right for you and follow that to the source and live it fully, experience it fully, as Joseph Campbell said.
What was your, and, and there's so much, we, we would need a whole show to just dissect what you just said there. Uh, wonderful, you know, just a wonderfully um, laid out uh, thought. Uh, but let me ask you this. What was your initial reaction to first being socially uh, or, or not being accepted socially uh, by uh, society? Uh, was it was it difficult for you right away uh, or did you did you just have a natural tendency to not care what people thought? About no, 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 no. I, it made my childhood very difficult. I um, I. I from a very, very young age, I knew that something was missing and that everybody around me was, well, most of the time they were lying. So, and you know, when you're very young, when you're growing up, when you're like three or four years old, you're just trying to work out how you're supposed to behave. You know, you're you're going to be an adult human being at some point and you're trying to work out how to do that in the right kind of way. So I was constantly looking for someone who could, well, I, actually, I think the best phrase for me would be somebody who felt real to me, somebody who was not putting on a facade, somebody who was not lying. And there, I had one teacher at school that I felt that way about, but um, my own family, I... I couldn't, I really couldn't relate to any of them, and they couldn't really relate to me. Now, I will tell you a very interesting thing here before I go any further. Um, I, I, I'm not, I don't consider myself psychic, but I do have an awareness. When, when someone that I know dies, I tend to feel their presence very strongly. Um, when my father died, I... Um, and he was he was a jerk to me most of his life. When he died, I felt his energy around me very strongly, and the energy was very um, was very joyful. And it was uh, not at all like he had been when he'd been in human form. It was completely accepting and deeply loving and accepting of me. So I sat with his energy for a few days. Um, after he died, it's, I, I could feel his energy vividly around me at that time. And then at some point, I said to him, "How come you're so loving now that you're now that you're dead, when you were so unloving when you were alive?" And the answer came to me. Absolutely immediately, and everything fell into place, and it changed my perception of reality. Because the answer was that he, we, he, the answer in, in short was you asked me to teach you about right use of power, and there is no better way of learning about right use of power than to experience wrong use of power over a long period of time. So anyway, I, when I look back at my life, I see that that's what we did and we both played our roles really well. And I see that from the perspective of the soul that I am that chose now to incarnate, that soul chose 
that life experience because I wanted to understand about right use of power. Now, that's probably a little far-fetched for most people, no, but that no, is what I'm Terrific. Yeah. Wow, yeah. that is wonderful. And people say to me occasionally, have you been able to forgive your father? And I always laugh now because it's like forgiveness. It's irrelevant. We both played our roles perfectly. And I learned what I need to learn, needed to learn. And I am the person I am now because of the roles that we played in my childhood. And, you know, so forgiveness has nothing to do with it at all. If anything, I'm grateful to him. <laughs> yeah, I, I was just going to say that if you if you go back to your earlier thought about nature, just being nature, if if you look at you and your father as being, you know, energy uh, or components of nature, your father was being exactly what he was supposed to be for you to turn out the way you turned out. Yep. Yep. And we all are being exactly what we're supposed to be being even if we're deceitful and lying and um, power-hungry and abusive, even in those situations, we are being exactly who we are being. But, of course, we're always pretending to be... We're pretending to be accept socially acceptable, good people. And sometimes that's not what we're feeling like. Sometimes we're actually playing a completely different kind of rhythm. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, wonderful. I, really, really wonderful. Makaya Hart has <laughs> been our very special guest. Makaya, can you give a, a website, a social media site once again for people yes. to follow along what you're doing and, and certainly the best place to get the book? Well, um, Amazon's the best place to get the book, and I have several other books there. Um, uh, one of, well, one of them is my my memoir, my sweet wild dad, but you can look through them and see there there are a couple on on my travels. There's one I wrote about um, a woman who's a psychic from Seattle. Um, anyway, you can go to Amazon and look through my different books. Um, I have a website, mikayahart.org. I don't really keep it up to date very well. <laughs> I forget about it for long periods. But you, anybody can contact me through my website. And as I say, I do teach classes online and in person. So um, if if anybody's in, interested in any of my classes, I encourage you to contact me from my website, mikayahart.org. You can just Google my name, Mikaya. Yep. Wonderful. Makaya Hart has been our very special guest. Once again, uh, thank you very much for sharing everything you did. It's just uh, wonderful, and I'll be uh, I'll be picking through it in my mind uh, over the next several days, I'm sure. And just uh, wonderful, Makaya Hart. Everyone has been our very special guest. Binge listen to everything we've been doing here. Frankie Kate signing off. We'll see you all next time on Breaking It Down. <laughs>